In John chapter 12, verse 26. The Bible said, if anyone serves me, let him follow me. And where I am there, my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, him my father will honor. Praise the Lord. Father, we pray today, as we gathered at your feet this morning, that you may have your word into our hearts, not the word of man, but the word of you by the Spirit of God in the name of Jesus. Please, may we not be as those who hear and never understand or descend. May we be as saints who hear and are quickened by your word in the name of Jesus. We heard in prayer this morning, uh, is your word not like a hammer? Let it hammer all areas that needs to hammer in the name of Jesus. And we ask that, O oh God, you will move amongst us this morning and do your will. Thank you for utterance by the Spirit of God in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. I want to share with you something that is challenging my own life because as I sit to study the things that God showed me. And so we are going to be sharing on the issue of following Jesus guarantees a better service to Him. Praise the Lord. The title of the message is, Following Jesus Guarantees a Better Service to Him. I don't think there is anybody here who wants to serve the Lord and to be disqualified. Is there anybody like that? I know that we all have a desire to serve God and to be approved by Him. If you are here like that, say a big Amen then I'm convinced that the message is for you as well. Praise the Lord. The scripture we have just read is quite heavy here. He says, would you like to read it one more time, please? One, two. Let's be frank. If we don't follow Jesus, we cannot be his servants. If we say we are following the Lord from a very far distance, we have already been disqualified. So that's why I gave the title, Following Jesus Guarantees Our Service to Him. Many are doing all kinds of services, but minus following Jesus. That kind of service is not acceptable. So Jesus said, if anyone follows, Jesus says, if anyone serves me, are you really serving the Lord? Then he's saying that you should be seen as following him. Praise the Lord. This is not common language in our day. Anybody who calls himself a Christian 
majority of the people, it's because they need something from the Lord. Not so much us. They want to serve the Lord. But Jesus has made it very clear to us when he says that. It is only when you follow me, then your services will be accepted. Hallelujah. It's a something I want to beg you to spend time and think about it. If anyone serves me, let him follow me. Huh. This has nothing to do with whether you believe or you don't believe. If you claim to be a Christian because you have believed and accepted Jesus as your personal Savior and Lord, there is a next step you need to take. And that next step is to make sure you are following Him. Praise the Lord. And so we'll be narrowing down to following Jesus, what it means to be following Jesus. In the days of Jesus on earth, physically, His disciples were... Let me call it this way. They were were at the advantageous side because it was easy to see him. Isn't it? And so wherever he went, they followed him. What he did, they saw it. And they gave their heart so much to it that after he has gone, they did the same. Praise the Lord. But today you and I don't see him naturally, but he is still the leader. Hallelujah. And so I want us to have a very clear understanding about what it means to follow Jesus. You remember, those of you who know Bible, and I know quite a lot of you know Bible in this church. You remember Jesus was walking in a group of people. The Bible describes them as the multitude followed him. And as he was going, that they followed him, the Bible said he turned and faced those people. And he said something like this, If you don't eat my flesh and drink my blood, you are not part of me. As soon as Jesus said that, the Bible said, most of them turned and they never followed him again. So he started walking again. And then he turned and all the multitude have bamooted. Jesus now comes down and then he faces the disciples with a very strong word. Will you also go? A child of God, are you listening to me? Will you also go? Then the Bible said, Peter stood on behalf of all of them with a very strong word. To whom shall we go? Seeing that you have the words of eternal life. To whom shall we tend to? Who else? A child of God, can I plead with God as you are hearing that your Christianity must tend to be from religion to the following of Jesus Christ. Did you hear that? I said your Christianity must turn, to, must turn from acting in religion to following Jesus. Say a big amen. amen. There's a reason. 
He said, if anyone follows me, or if anyone serves me, if anyone serves me, watch the, that word carefully. I don't know where you are standing and how is your operation of serving the Lord. But it's a big matter. The, 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 the clarity of the matter is, if anyone serves me, minus following me, he cannot be my disciple. He cannot be my servant. That's why I say that the only guarantee we have as being true Christians and children of God is when we now change and follow the Master Himself. Praise the Lord. So very soon we will land on the issue of what it means to follow Him. Allow me to just stress on a bit here. Today, let's be honest with ourselves. Majority of us have designed how we want to serve the Lord. There is only one way of serving Him. That is following Him. Do you know that every other religion deals with do good, don't do bad, do good, don't do bad, do good, don't do bad. Every other religion centers on that. But our kind of faith centers on following Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. That is where the difference is. So I would like for you to have a very clear understanding about what it means to follow Him. If you want to serve Him very well, then your only key is dig the Scriptures and, and understand what it means to follow Him. Because when you follow Him, that one you will not make a mistake. Because He is the light of the world. Hallelujah. Sometimes it's worrying. You see, when I am jammed or confronted by the grace of God, by the word of the Lord, on such occasions, and with such things, I sit down and I reason. Lord, what are you telling me? My servanthood is only approved on the basis that I'm following you. My discipleshiphood if there is a word like that, my discipleship, my being a member of your disciples, is based on if I'm following you. So if I'm not following Jesus, I have a big case. But there is an interesting subject, an interesting thing here. The Bible says that in the last bit, bit of it, the Bible says, Him, the Father will honor. The individual, the Father will honor. The Father doesn't honor by heart. It is only when the Father sees that somebody has dedicated himself to following Jesus, and then the Father will pour down honoring blessing upon his life. Praise the Lord. So what does it mean? It's a question that must be raised in the mind of everyone who is seated here this, this, this morning into the afternoon. What does it mean to follow Jesus? Because you see, brethren, he's not here. Physically. But he didn't change his word because he's not here. The word of God still stands. Meaning that there is a way to follow Jesus. You believe that said a big amen. There is a way to follow Jesus. We need that more than anything else. Many of us 
have taught that. Yes, I believe. I'm a child of God. I come to church. I pay my tithe. I don't fornicate. I don't corrupt, collect cor- uh, money, bribe, so I'm not corrupted. I tell the truth. It is all good. Now, listen to me carefully. Did you notice that there was a day a gentleman went to Jesus and posed a question to him? What is it that I must do to have eternal life? Have you come across that scripture before? Let me see by hand those who have come across that scripture. Amen. Thank you. And then Jesus turned around, teacher, and then he said, that is, You want to follow me? No problem. But you know what the law says. Go and obey it. And the Bible says, the man said, Ha ha! I have obeyed your law, or the Ten Commandments, from my youth. He was a man now. From my youth, that shall not steal, that shall not do this, that shall not do this. I have obeyed them all. It is the same person that went back to Jesus and then said to him, Is that all? And I think that majority of us must be asking the question, Is that all? As soon as, as soon as he says, Is that all? That is when Jesus spoke the hidden matter. Jesus said, You really, really want eternal life? Are you sure? Like my friend B used to say, Sure, sure, sure. Are you sure? Jesus said, If it is so, no problem. But you know, you have a lot of things that have crippled you. Go get rid of it and give it to the poor and come and follow me. Who can tell me what happened? Praise the Lord. Who can tell me what happened? He was sorrowful. Why was he sorrowful? Because it's not possible. So you know what we are doing in our generation? We want to serve the Lord. So, Jim, come. Bring me that stake there. And bring me my chair. I want to show you how some of us spiritually we are serving the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let it be here for the time being. And keep your eyes on it. Praise the Lord. Are you here? Now we are talking about this serious matter. If you want to serve me, follow me. Now we want to know what it means to follow the Lord. There are conditions. It doesn't mean that you just get up and you start following. So let's go to the book of Mark. Chapter 8, verse 34 to 38. Just four scriptures. See, I want to show you something. Can we all read the scripture, please? One, two. When he had called the people to himself, with his disciples also, he said to them, Whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself, And take up his cross. Go. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels. Go. For what will it profit a man 
if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul. Speak loudly. Go. Praise the Lord. Don't bother about these things. I will get there very soon. But listen to me. In the verse 34 where we read from, he said, When he had called the people to himself, with his disciples also. I want to show you why this is critical to me. I think in this house we have said it over and over again, that sometimes Jesus will be with a crowd. Auntie Edna. And then somebody from the crowd will ask a question. Somebody from the multitude. And Jesus will not give them the answer. But when he goes to a secluded place, or a soli- when he goes to a quiet place with his disciples, then he will answer. To such an extent that sometimes the people become very jittery, and then they say to him, Lord, This parable that you are talking, you are talking to multitudes, but they don't understand. And then he will say, to them not, but to you. Hallelujah. I want you to see who a real disciple is. A real disciple is the man that when his Lord speaks, he hears. Now, in this verse, I see something different. Most of the time, Jesus will speak, even in the crowd. And if you like, go dig the Bible. After he has spoken to all the multitudes of people, he will come and the real action of interpretation and the breakdown of the word, he will rather give that to his disciples. That was the style of Jesus. But I noticed that in this scripture, something else is happening. The Bible says when he called the people to himself, with his disciples also, meaning that this one is the only way for the people and the only way for the disciples too. You see what I'm saying? You are not minding me at all. Most of the time, Jesus doesn't mind speaking to his disciples. But this time the Bible says that he called the people to himself. And then he called the disciples also. So the disciples were not about the people. He simply said that this thing is the only way by which you can follow me. So the people must hear it as much as my own disciples must also hear. Praise the Lord. So he said. Sorry. No, no, no. Stay there, Nana. When he had called the people to himself with his disciples, he said to them, Whoever desires. So you see, if you are not a disciple, you are not exempted. If you are a disciple, you are not exempted. The only way by which all of us sitting here this morning, we will see the glory of God, and we will, our heaven going will be guaranteed, is when we are consciously Following the master, Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Now, there are important things that he said in this that I would like for us to see. As much as I have said 
in the in the in the in the in the John 12 uh, 24 uh, 26 listen to what he said now he's explaining what it means to follow him he said to them whoever desires to come after me let him do what I want to hear you a child of God let him do what and do what and but you see, today's Christianity is not like that. They don't deny themselves. We are very comfortable to come along with everything. Because it's very important to us. So this thing here, now everybody watch. This is the cross. And this is not denying ourselves. We, Jesus is calling and we say we are coming. So we are coming with everything. Are you here? No, I'm serious. By the time you catch pace with the Lord, the Lord had gone a long time ago. Let me be honest with you. This is how Christianity is being run now. You say, Lord, I think that we love you, mom, but we cannot deny the cross we will take. We will follow you. But we also have to come with our everything. <laughs> Child of God, are you listening? Yes. Please allow me to be very honest with you. Christianity has changed. Many things have captured the hearts of men. But the Lord was very smart. He knew that if you take this along, you will not be... F- you won't be free to follow him. So he said, deny yourself. So that you will be able to take up your cross and follow. And follow, bold, 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 follow. With other things, you cannot follow. This is the reason why when the rich... Man came and said, what must I do to enter the kingdom? He said, go and get rid of those things. And then take up your cross and follow me. He said, this one, it cannot be you. May the Lord open our eyes. Do you think you understand what I'm talking about? Are you happy or you are not happy? This, it touches me. When the Lord showed me what it meant. And so a child of God, if you want to follow Jesus, it requires that you sit down and make a deliberate decision. To say, Lord, I am all out. Whatever you ask me to do, I will do. But you and I, we all know that everybody is quite interested in protecting their own. Do you think you can come to the level where no matter what God had given you, that thing will be secondary to following Jesus? Then you'll be serving the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Did you get that? In the verse 35, very interesting. For whoever desires to save his life. Now, I see how the Lord is so... The Lord, he is Lord Odo. He didn't say you have passed. He says if you desire. 
to save your life. Now I see Christianity as most of the time is hanging around your desires. He says that for whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for what? My sake and the gospels. Allow me to bring something crucial to you here. I want to say today, please allow God to have a very close discussions with you. What you will observe from this scripture is that, thank God for his blessings. Thank God for his mercy. But everything else that God has given to you must be secondary to the Lord himself. Praise the Lord. Because you see, when you seek to protect what you have, he has only one answer. You will lose your life. And this is quite difficult for many Christians. When I sit down and look at these scriptures and I, you know, I'm left with nothing than to seek the Lord and say, Lord, if there are things that you know, you, I, I, I even esteem and I'm not even sure they are there, I am begging you to put the ass under it. That it may be cut down. Praise the Lord. I want you to see with the eye of faith and with the eye of understanding. If you protect your life, you will lose it. But if you place everything at my disposal, you shall have life. Praise the Lord. In the verse 36 and 37, quickly. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world? You see, he is explaining now. What, it, what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his, his own soul? He didn't say his soul. He said his own soul. The Lord is trying to point out something critical. That after you have gained everything, and after everything has captured your heart, you will lose your soul. Let me tell you, brethren, unless you make sure with a serious dialogue in his presence and ask, Lord, is there anything possessing my life more than you? If you don't come to that crossroad. Do you know that some people, they are children? Some people, they are properties, they are money. It has captured them in such a way that nothing matters. And in fact, we can be very smart to say that, Lord, we will help you. We will help you with your work. But let me tell you something. There's nothing wrong with you being rich. It's good. But if you can come to the point where you are not controlled by where you stand... And to such an extent that if the Lord were to ask you like he did with the young man, go and give so-so and so to so-so and so, it won't bother you. Then at least we have advanced. But we all know that when we are standing at a place where values have been placed on such things as we have, 
If the Lord were to say it, you would say, you, you would say the devil is trying to speak to my mind. Did you notice why Abraham, I said it a few weeks ago, did you notice why Abraham was unique? Abraham had no child. Abraham finally at the old age was given with a child of his own. A child of promise. God comes around and God says that. I want you to sacrifice him. And the man doesn't ask questions. But he carries the boy ready to do it. And then the angel responds and he says that. For I know that you now fear the Lord. May I tell you that that has not changed. The same principle is working. So there is something I'm going to ask you to do. Begin to pray to the Lord and ask the Lord, Lord, would you please visit me and talk with me? And if there are things that I have kept in my heart more than you, and it is preventing me from following you the way I ought to, please deal with it. I tell you, it's not a small prayer. Are you listening to me? I told someone, I said, I don't preach sermons that will not end people up in eternity. For that is what has been given to me. That's my portion. Praise the Lord. The Bible said, What shall it profit? Now, let something happen. And then the whole world come and take you as the world has become one. Now you are the king of the world. Praise the Lord. Are you listening? You. All of a sudden, the whole world has voted you that you are the king of the world. You can ask for the Air Force One from America to come. And they will come. You can ask for the military of USA and China say come. And they will be at your call. Let's say so. That... This has been given to you like Nebuchadnezzar. The Bible says that he was bigger in the whole world. Nobody could challenge him. Anything he wanted, he said or he did and it happened. Let's just say that you have become number one in the world and anything that you say is possible. If you said that they should remove the, 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 the president of Togo, the, the, if you say they should remove uh, Mugabe, You didn't hear that. If you say they should remove Mugabe, Mugabe is on his way going. Hallelujah. Amen. Who is one of those also in Africa who is sitting there? The one in Kenya also. Cameroon, Cameroon too. Museveni too. I mean, all powers have been given to you now that when you speak, a phone call, remove Uganda president. I'm sending somebody, and then they, they quickly act on it. Kenya. Even the elections didn't go correct, he said, I will still be there. Then you have the power to remove him. The Bible is saying that when you are even in such a position, and at the end of the day, you lose your soul to hell, what would you have gained? May we follow Jesus Christ. Are you listening? It is only when we, the Spirit of the Lord takes us like this, that we may have a clear understanding about the Word of God. 
So when you gain the whole world, when he said the whole world, the whole world, the whole world, including, including Saudi Arabia, you, you command and you say that Saudi, no more Mecca. They should start church service there. They will obey you. But after you have enjoyed that position, and then you stand before the Son of God, what kind of answer would you give? The Bible says that. What will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? It's a big case. And so today I say to you, my dear one, in this short moment of time, please rearrange your life to follow Jesus. The best guarantee you can have is when you follow him, you will serve him. Verse 37 said, Or what will a man give in exchange of his so, what is it? You see, if you are here today and life is difficult for you, I pray that the Lord will give you a relief in the name of Jesus. Assuming he doesn't give you a relief, still hold on tight to Jesus Christ and follow him all the days of your life. Don't follow him because things are okay. Or don't follow him because of certain circumstances. Some people run to God because they need something. Others run to God for protection of something. My friend, we are not of those sort of people. No matter what. In seizing out of seizing, may we serve the Lord. In verse 38... Don't forget the 36 and 37 because I want to link it up with this evangelism matter we are talking. In the verse 38, would you be so kind to read that for me, please? One, two. Shall we start? One, two. Of him the Son of Man also will be ashamed. He comes in the glory of his Father with his holy angels. Now, this is a serious matter. God is linking it up that if truly you are with me, you will speak to everybody who comes your way. I want to show you something. He said, for whoever is ashamed of me and my words. Meaning that you have to speak the words of Jesus. He is the eternal life. No wonder you know Peter, 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 when Jesus has turned and said that, you know, uh, Jesus said, uh, would you also go? He said, hey, where? Somewhere to go. I was trying to put it together quick, quick, quick. Wabekonobaya. Bekene olake bojin ni ne. 
Boji manche, boji life, boji everything. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. At least I'm better than some people. Hallelujah. He said, to whom shall we go? Ah, I beg the Lord, you know. I, let, me just, let me just be honest. I keep begging God that I may understand him. That I may not be foolish. To whom shall we go? Seeing that you have the words of eternal life. Lord, we just want to follow you. He said, are you sure? The people they have left, or you too, you can go. He said, where? We are not going. I want you to learn what it means to follow Jesus. Number one, deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him. Because the answers are that, what can a man give in an exchange for his life? What is it in the world that is so valuable more than Jesus? And now in this final leg, he is telling us that there is something that you can do to show me that you are following him. And I challenge you in the name of Jesus that begin to witness to everybody around you or else it is termed as you have denied the Lord. Why? On Wednesday night when I was preaching, I told them, I said, you know, it is so very easy. I demonstrated it. So very easy to talk. Unless you are not ready. There is always an opportunity to tell somebody about the Lord Jesus. So that his blood will not be required from your hands. It's so simple. You are walking, you know, you, 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 you are in the market place. And you share a place with another woman. And then the woman will say, Nefiat is saying, if you how is how are things? Things are becoming tough. She said, they are becoming tough, but there's a solution. When you say there's a solution, don't you think you pay attention? Hey, now if you are when you're bibin, I would own cancer many a catcher. When we see you you say the person says things are becoming very tough. He says it's true. But there is a solution. The person will like to hear the solution. And the solution that you will give is that, you know, all of these things will come to pass. But the Son of God will live forevermore. And those of us who follow Him will never be disappointed. Praise the Lord. You see, evangelism is not difficult, but we have made it difficult. It's not difficult. He says, whoever denies me will be denied by my Father. When He comes with His only angels. <coughs> Excuse me. Would you like to read a scripture one more time? One, two. Are you listening? Watch something he said. Whether we like it or not, we live in a very bad world. One of the names of the world in which we live is called adulterous generation. Sinful generation. 
wicked generation. These are the names of the world in which we live. And he says that if you deny me, if you are living in it and you deny me by not making the people know about me, I will also deny you. When I read such scriptures, it worries me for the fact that, oh my God. So because of that, you know, brethren, let me just be honest with you. I have done it, um, it's not difficult at all. When I meet you, ah, yesterday I was buying petrol there, after the wedding. The guy was pumping the thing into my thing. And then immediately I said, you, are you safe? It's not difficult. Anytime you raise something about Jesus, they will hear. Thank God that we live in a country that by the grace of God we can preach everywhere. Recently my wife forwarded something to me, very interesting. The first thing I saw was a young man in UK. Now, now UK, something seemed to be happening in the United Kingdom. All of a sudden, people have become very wild. They are preaching everywhere. And then he was, there's this young man who was firing for Jesus Christ. And then all of a sudden, some, he started mentioning uh, gay and all those things. And some foolish girl, Lord, foolish, you know, got angry. And came to challenge the man that he was preaching against him. They went and called the police. Police came and they were trying to silence him. He said, don't I have freedom of speech? I think now the thing is going on so much that because of few things that I have seen. So when she forwarded this to me, I said, I understand. Now they took it to the parliament. Satan, when they wanted to now silence the saints. Now the prime minister, Theresa May stood up and said, this country has believed in freedom of speech and freedom of religion, so it must be done. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Thank God that we, nobody, Akufuadu is not coming to say anything. We haven't reached there yet. Saints, and you see, God said I should tell you that you will be surprised that he will ask somebody's blood from your hands. So please, let us be free from every man and tell every man that Jesus saves and it shall be well with us. Praise the Lord. Let's not talk too much. We are gossiping about things we don't need to gossip about. We are spending too much time about things we don't need to spend too much time about. But we need to spend time for Jesus Christ who died and resurrected. Then you are a true child of God. Then you are declaring also... That I follow you, Jesus, and I will not deny you. Are you here with me? Are you hungry? Are you sure? Not yet. If you say not yet, then I will get you to be. Hallelujah. And so a child of God, I want to beg us. The only people God has and he is counting on is you and I. Romans chapter 10, verse 13 to 15. Romans chapter 10, verse 13 to 15. One, two. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be 
Go, how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without? Now listen to this. Whoever you are, you are a preacher. Say to your neighbor, you are a preacher. This your mouth, if you spoke, they will be saved. I know how it can rattle. Rattle it for Jesus. Next week, bring us all. You know, children of God, until we do this. Now, I am burdened. I, I, well, the Lord has been so merciful to me, and I'm so worried. And I, Grace, I believe we can do it. It's not difficult. It's not. Listen, you can be in a, you can be, you can be in your office. Your secretary has served you for 30 years. You have never even asked, are you saved? And the secretary always comes and gives you tea. May we turn, repent, save them in Jesus' name. Everybody knows somebody. Moko le moko. Huh? Mofiamo le moko. Mofiamo moleko. What? Mofiamo le moko. Somebody knows somebody. I pray. You see, I. Let, we're coming to pray. I want you to ask God to give you a bearing and understanding in the name of Jesus. There is nothing greater than saving a soul. There is nothing greater than telling somebody. One of my sisters, I preached on one Wednesday night, and it affected her so much. Apparently, the Lord Himself has, the Lord Himself has told her. Talk to this young lady. Because the young lady, you know, sometimes we judge people by the appearance, through of all. When nobody has asked you to do that. But, you know, this lady will come to the office with those things. Untouchables. So everybody is afraid of her. But the Lord laid on her heart and talked to this. He said, Lord, this one, why? Because they have judged her already. But she came on one midweek service as I was firing the thing. Immediately God reminded her and said, this message is for you. So the following day she went to the office and quickly she said to the sister, can we have a little talk after break? I have something to tell you. He said, sure. And got this sister into the conference room and started, are you born again? Are you saved? The sister was shocked. When she said, are you saved? Immediately the sister said, I go to church. And then she went, she mentioned which good church she attends. She says, I didn't say you don't go to church. Are you saved? She says, I'm not saved. I, when she told me that, I was quite surprised. Because normally people will say, of course, after she has said that, you know, I go to church. People will have, but she knew it. He says, if you don't give your life to Jesus and tonight he comes, you won't be there. 
the sister fell. And then she said, tell me more. As soon as the sister finished in a matter of five minutes, it said, the sister said, how can I be saved? And immediately she led the sister to Christ. And when they finished, she got down, almost leaning down and saying, thank you, nobody told me this. Children of God, preach. If we don't preach, they won't be saved. God bless you.